I was just thinking the colonies are in the middle of a beautiful sea of stars, and yet they don't even seem to sparkle. Don't you agree? No, I don't agree with you at all. Relina's on the colonies this very moment. They should be sparkling much brighter than usual. This is Endless Schmaltz, a nostalgia podcast where we go back and rewatch shows from our past and see if they still hold up. Uh, we are currently going through the anime series Gundam Wing. My name is Steve. Joining me today is my crew. First, Zach. Hey, everyone. Ed. Hello. Jose. Hey. And Alex, a.k.a. The Dude. Hi. Awesome. Glad to have you guys here. Today we're talking about Gundam Wing Episode 5, Relina's Secret. A Relina uh, episode. Relina. Really? Okay. So, in my notes, I have the episode title as Relina's Secret is Having a Sale. Good times. I love the narrator at the beginning. He's like, with peace. The way he says the, the disdain. Peace. The, the, the narrator is one of the best voices in this show. Yeah. Too bad we don't get to hear him too Yeah, long. we have high expectations of him. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, we start off like most Gundam Week episodes with a shuttle taking off. Actually, you're right. It's like the most fun. It looks like the most No, I look back at my notes. All of them start with a freaking shuttle. <laughs> Space shuttles. Mine and starts with on the ocean at, at some first. Base. I thought it was landing because I was I was starting to write down land, and then I see a giant ramp show up, and it just shoots directly up into space. <laughs> and I'm like, take off. <laughs> and it has the Dorlins on there as well as Lady Un. Wait, I love that they're sitting next to each other. Basically, an empty shuttle. <laughs> oh, it's empty. I didn't even notice. That There's nothing wrong with a little socializing, is there? Yeah, She's failing much, at being nice. She can't yeah, be nice to him. Darwin yeah. pretty much tells Lady Un to fuck off. Oh, by the way, so <laughs> Lady Un. Oh, she does the, the, the Sideshow Bob thing. Yeah, this is our first real Lady Un episode. Wait, the Sideshow Bob thing? No, where she's like, oh, uh, never forget how beautiful the earth looks from up here. Like, yes, yes, enjoy it, because you'll, you'll be dead soon. His accent, com- <laughs> yeah. his accent, his accent completely <laughs> changes there, Dorland's. Yeah, his, I was no, just not even his accent, his whole, like, tone of voice just changes completely. The, the earth from afar. Like, his Wait. pitch and everything. <laughs> he goes from when he to... Lady Anne, are you from Oz? And may you please fuck off. <laughs> Lady Anne never forgets what the earth looks like from afar. Like, it sounds like they got a completely different voice actor to do that line. Just that one line. It's like, let's get no, another guy in. No, but the, the Sideshow Bob thing is from the Selma and Bob episode where he's giving her a foot massage. And it's like, yes, relax, because you will be dead soon. And he's playing off like he's speaking French. And Lady Un was doing the exact same thing. Just like, I'm going to kill you, talking under her breath <laughs> across the aisle from him. Well, it's also, <laughs> by the way, that also line, really, really, never... Uh, Never forget how the Earth looks from far. That made it into one of the Tsunami promos. Uh, most of, it was the most, music video. Yeah, it was the space one. Yeah. Any freaking line about space and Gundam Wing was used in a promo. <laughs> so Lady Un's voice, it never doesn't sound suspicious. <laughs> she never. Also, I have to say, she's one of. I think she gives one of the best performances. She. Her voice actress is not terrible at all. No. It's written no, a little but, campy, but no, that's that's how it's written though. It's written for her to just be like, I'm just gonna try to give myself away by the tone of my voice super <laughs> easily. 
Well, she's she is like I think probably in the Japanese version as well. She's just written like that because she's so, she she was drawn so that suspicious. way too. Yeah, <laughs> she looks like oh this person's evil as shit. Like she's, she's wearing glasses. Clearly behind her yeah. glasses. She's, yeah. yeah, she's got a big schnoz. You can't trust her. <laughs> oh, I'll get to the schnozzes later in the okay. episode. There's actually well, she also has smaller eyes than other characters in the show. The uh, the Dorlands land, and then these other suits are like, hey, what's going on? We're hearing rumors. I don't know. We're going to start a war? Rumors? <laughs> That's not That's... the worst. No, first he's like, I heard something terrible about the economics. And <laughs> when was that ever <laughs> the, a thing? The, the economics and the corporations. Isn't the earth poor? <laughs> <laughs> How can they afford shuttles? <laughs> Clearly that's not true because you got here. And he's like, well, I, I wish it was less true. Uh, but one of my Sorry. favorite things about that is it's – it's like we totally know nothing about any space issue, like issues with us trying to attack the Earth. No way. I mean, I think they're trying to be like subtle about it, but they're not. Like, no, we're totally not trying to attack the Earth. Well, or it's but just they're very telling bad the truth. Or <laughs> the they're telling is, the truth. They're totally telling the truth. But they're we, not. But we but skipped the, a, one important scene. What? What's that? Rolina's school. Oh, oh my God. Man. <laughs> Dude, really oh, what, what are you guys thinking about? Space stuff? Isn't Alina great? She's our friend. We don't no. have names. This was this was written by some like that's why Gundam Wing is a fan fiction. It's a fan fiction written by the person who writes themselves in as Rolina. <laughs> yeah, here we go. First of all, the girls who I think at a school like this, the richest like like the richest girl. I think everyone. Would Wait, I know the name. I found the name of it. I forgot. They'd, they'd hate her. They'd hate her for being the most successful. But yet they fucking they can't stop kissing her ass when she's from afar in outer space. The she, name of the. The name of it is called the St. Gabriel's Institute. Yeah, uh, here actually says it. That is the most it. prep yeah. school name I've I ever heard in my the life. Sleeps from here. <laughs> uh, my favorite line, though, during the Valina school scene is... Uh, can, I, can I play it out, though? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. The girl says, oh, it's just so sad because you look up at the stars and they just... It, it doesn't seem like they sparkle. The colonies. You know, the colonies, you know, they, just, they don't seem like they sparkle up there. <laughs> Do you want to finish this up, Zach? And so she, the one girl is like, no, I could see it sparkling because Rolina's up there now. Like, why are they kissing her ass when she's not there? They're doing it wrong. No, it's because the writers think that Rolina is poochie. Whenever she isn't on the screen, the characters should be talking about her. Or That's so or oh Rolina yeah, is so there's... rich, she's bugged the whole school and is monitoring everybody. <laughs> I don't want to say I know how women talk, but I feel like you get a group of women together. When one's not away, all they're going to do is just talk shit about her. Well, Valina especially, because she's a fucking nut job. Now, this entire episode is nothing but tell versus show. Like, it's... It... Valina is whatever superstar Vince McMahon wants to push currently in the WWE. I like... Well, I think it was either like, Jose's I, idea or I, Ed's... <laughs> the idea of that she has the school bugged and they're like, you have to say nice stuff about Valina or she'll shoot us in the head. It's like the Twilight Zone? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so, we're in space again. Oh, yeah. Probably get back to the plot. Whatever I, I love was. the Valina school scene, though. It's I know, it's so funny. So These absurd. Girls <laughs> bimbos. It highlights what I find ridiculous about right, Jose, so we're in space. So and we're back hero, in space. Hero, yeah. But Hero gets his mission, actually. Oh, all right. I know I skipped oh, it. Right, right, very, right. very brief scene. But... To go to the North, North Pacific Supplies Base, which I'm guessing is in the JAP area. <laughs> <laughs> the JAP Eurasia area? No, that's not the JAP point. Oh, I, I forgot guess it how it could goes. be the North Pacific. Anyways, the JAP point, yeah, whatever it's called. 
And then he, he he fucks off and does that, I guess. Yeah, I, I don't think we see that. Well, again. they're holding they're holding a meeting at one of the colonies, and really, it's like, oh, the people are so peaceful in the colonies. <laughs> Where the hell Everyone's is so nice here? You go to a freaking rich girl school, and we haven't seen a single civilian person from the colonies that also, she has interacted. We with. haven't seen Relina leave her school or her giant mansion. So how does she know how rough it is on her? I think well, she's from frankly, the colonies. No, no, no. Frankly. She has not interacted with a single person besides Hiro who wasn't like a diplomat, a so, uh, or like, yeah. or like a rich person, or like you know, it's. Uh. So they're having a meeting with all the these uh, diplomats, and then someone kind of just pokes Lady on on the shoulder, and like, uh, you don't have diplomatic authorization, so can you? <laughs> Which doesn't really matter because she's gonna get the report. <laughs> I just like how they're. Like, can you just leave? It's like, oh yes. I'll leave, and you will be soon to the next world. <laughs> <laughs> to the next dimension. Oh, and you better make sure you give me that report of everything you talk about in here, making that totally pointless for me not to be here. All right, you can stay. <laughs> Actually, no, I'd rather leave. <laughs> Uh, we also find out that Lady's, uh, Lady Un's makeup thing is actually explosive. Uh, <laughs> Some real James Bond shit right there. She told us. Yeah, she says it to the screen. And you'll all die in ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> she that walks out laughing. Like, like she clearly wants them to hear her. Yeah, exactly. And then Relina goes and like, oh, hey, this is some boring diplomat meeting. Hey, do you need an escort? Now, nah, just that guy just looks like off. he's out of a Naoki Urasawa manga too. He has this gigantic schnoz. He's just like he, uh, he does not look like he's part of the series. What I like about her is that she's like she's so convinced that there's no such thing as bad people in the colonies. That even though she's a diplomat's daughter, she does not need a bodyguard or an no. escort. She's a yeah. badass. I wrote down that this episode should really have been called Relina's Nativity. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, coming up is my favorite line uh, by Relina in this episode. <laughs> oh, she forgot it. <laughs> <laughs> Which actually takes us to the next thing, where she returns the uh, compact She's to an idiot as she throws. <laughs> well, okay, before that was she a good throw. It, that was a how great does, throw. That how does she know it's episode. Lady Uns? It's just sitting there. She because doesn't... she's the only other woman in the show right now. It's a good point by Steve there. She is. <laughs> but, like, this is a tall-ass oh, building. Me, I seem to have forgotten my makeup. Daddy must powder his nose. Plus, she was go. powdering it in the shuttle. So maybe oh, okay. she saw her so doing Maybe she that. saw it there. While she, she was saying, there. I will kill you. <laughs> but I'm like, it's a tall building. She automatically assumes it's hers. <laughs> she like, was no other women in this building at all? No. All right, that makes that it's gonna wing. It makes sense. I, I think out of all the things that are ridiculous in this episode, that's the least ridiculous. <laughs> I'm willing to forgive that. Uh, Steve, did you want to say what happened next? Oh yeah, sure. Let's re- give the makeup to the decorated soldier. I'm sure she needs it right now. <laughs> uh, so yeah, she runs. She somehow she gets all the way outside as uh, as Un is just like chilling with the troops. She's like, oh, you you left this behind, and Lady Un like is like. Fucking idiot! And she takes it and just launches that thing back <laughs> back through the window. I actually really Which, love that okay, scene. I it's love that. Fun. Yeah. And I I know it's necessary for the plot that that thing has to go off, but really the the windows aren't bulletproof. No, I mean that what makes sense. Yeah, it's just a building. Doesn't I thought mean, it was like some diplomatic building because this is, this is a high level diplomatic well, meeting. Of there's a difference between bulletproof and bombproof. That's a freaking well, bomb. But it goes through the window. That's like, true. It's got it blows up. baseball. 
She like chucks that thing through there, and just, well, like it goes so through. Nice I, shot, Leon. Good arm. It's like holy shit. Lady Yun is kind of uh, strong armed, and I don't mean that as a pun, although it does also work as a pun. Um, so I'm not, I, so again, explosion happens. So yeah. an explosion happens. I'm I'm being nitpicky. I know. Yeah, yeah. Relina I, runs in to. Of course, she doesn't care about anyone. Else. She's like father, father. And well, why the, should she? It's her father. And actually, but some guys are there. They're like they're trying to recover the alive ones. And she's like, "Who are you, people?" It's almost as though they knew something would happen. Although. Yeah. Honestly, they didn't. It's just all convenient timing. Yeah, very good timing here. So Lady Un sends in her troops to kill Relina, uh, but they get into a gunfight with uh, those random guys. Oz and, I assume, rebels of some sort. Yeah, right, rebels right away. So yeah. the rebels get away. Uh, uh, and then we have uh, Dorlin, who's just barely alive. Oh, before that, though, he, Relina is immediately stuck with a needle. Yeah, just just cut to that was the greatest scene. Then she manages to stay awake long enough to hear the vital information. <laughs> what was also great is as well, like she doesn't struggle or anything. No, she's just like, like okay, down, and she's like, okay, yeah. Sure. <laughs> I don't know who you are. I honestly thought she was pretty calm. I love heroin. <laughs> My favorite. <laughs> That's right. what I was thinking. That's so, anyways, plot. These rebels had little patience. Like, oh, you're, you're crazy right now. You need to calm down. What? I just want to know who you are. This is a very strange is a circumstance right now. You got a hysterical woman over here. Here's a needle. <laughs> no, calm down. Calm down. Like, shake. I didn't even move when you get the gave me the needle. She said, "Ow!" You at least could have gave her a lollipop. But yeah, they almost run over Lady Un, uh, and then they drive off as uh, as now we know. Are you okay, now, Lady Un? I'm fine. I just almost got run over, you asshole. Sorry, go ahead. But this leads to the uh, reveal of Relina's secret. Do you mean Dorlin's secret about Relina? Well, I guess the title of the it's episode. Just the secret is... of Relina. Okay. Sorry. Which, therefore, is Relina's secret. <laughs> Way too semantic. I'm sorry. But apparently, Dorlin is not her biological father. Bum, bum, bum. Uh, she is from the Peacecraft family. Where have I heard that? I wonder what they craft. Peace. Oh, it so, oh, they had a staunch uh, stance on pacifism. Isn't that Zex's last name? What? What? Well, well, Zex Marquis is his last name. Yeah. Or should well, I say Peacecraft? Yeah, Noin actually said that episode. in the last episode. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, she did say that. She was looking at her photo collage. And then yeah, yeah. Well, but he but he calls himself Marquis. Yeah, I mean that's the name. He, he doesn't. He doesn't want people to know that. He's like, well, he has a mask. don't tell people. That's why he has the, the audience. Mask. The audience is the only two people, but who knows besides them at this point? Yeah, yeah. And one yeah. other person. We get to this point. Dorlin dies, and we get another classic. Oh, and she passes out from that. Uh, no, we got another classic promo line of "Don't die on me," and then falls asleep. And the the rebellion, the. the the rebels couldn't be any more non-sympathetic. I'm like, oh, she finally passed out. Her fucking dad just died. Like, oh, did we lose him? Uh, <laughs> oh, well. Madison's well, her dad working. just died, and she just found out that's not her dad. Yeah. yeah. About time those pretty... drugs kicked in, right? Nice segue, right, gentlemen? <laughs> that's like a reverse Luke Skywalker thing, where it would be revealed that he wasn't his father. Yeah. <laughs> I actually wrote down, no, really, no. I am not... Your father. You are not, or, or, or you could do like a, a Maury Povich thing. You are yeah. like you are not the father. That reminds me of the early days of the One Piece podcast. Uh, oh, then Duo gets his. Uh, he has a, has a mission, 
And we see that his suit has been fixed apparently by Master Roshi. Uh, that's what I wrote in my notes. <laughs> Fuck. I was going to shirt stoner guy. I wrote doctor guy. What's that guy's name? Master Roshi. Uh... <laughs> <sighs> and that's pretty much all that scene is. And then we uh, go to catch Troa. Just uh, broke do you, up. No, no, do you really this... have to go? Goodbye, friend Troa. No, this is my favorite <laughs> <I> dialogue. <laughs> yeah. Let me let me read it because I wrote it all down. Sorry, yes, friend Troa, I wrote that down. No, no, too. no. The whole thing, the whole thing is hilarious. This is what he says. My name is Katra, Katra Vababa winner. And then Troa responds, I don't have a name, but you could call me Troa, Troa Barden. And then he says, <laughs> Goodbye, friend Troa. <laughs> Well, the thing I love about this exchange is that they decided to have it from a second story window. Yes, yes, through true. the window. They couldn't, they couldn't just window. do they couldn't just have it in the room they had to play music together and then as he's leaving you the complex like, yeah. it's like hold up I forgot to tell you some stuff let me scream to you through this window <laughs> and by scream I mean talk totally calmly and then at sure. the end he's, and the guy is like what if he attacks us and he's like I wish he would then at least I'd see him again then we get to hang out and then he like he starts picking flowers he loves me he loves me not <laughs> <laughs> I just like I can just imagine catch her I was like Oh, not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet. Oh, he's out the door. Wait, friend. <laughs> What's your name? But the worst part is, I don't have a name, but you could call me Troa. Troa Barton. Troa Barton. That's my name. <laughs> I don't have a name, but here's a name. Here, not just also, a first name, a full name. Here, full take my name. business card. <laughs> also, while he was at it, he should have just asked for his phone number. <laughs> I mean, come on. I, I Do like... you Skype? No, they don't have that. They still have DOS and whatever was on that computer. <laughs> Catcher's men, See, they can't feel comfortable after slash. hearing that line, how oh, we know he won't attack us again. He won't. But I wish he would. I wish I wish he would try to kill a bunch of you just and, so I could see him. And then my next favorite line was in the next scene with Wufei when a random guy is just sitting there and he reads, Oh, boring old guard duty for two hours. <laughs> I hope I don't get chopped in the back of the neck. <laughs> <laughs> Judo chop. <laughs> and then the guy in the radio is like, nope, nothing wrong here. <laughs> Freaking Wufei's like, nothing's wrong here. It was the Han Solo thing. How come you sound like a 14-year-old boy? <laughs> it was the Han Solo thing. It was like, uh, there's nothing, nothing wrong here. Uh, how are you? How are you? <laughs> now, uh, I, I just wrote down next, Tall Geese is cool. I think they yeah, were just set up the Tall Geese. And then we cut to... Uh, the Tall Geese, though, the thing that makes no sense... Her- like plot-wise, is that it's supposed to be 20 years old. It's the prototype of all Gundams, of Gundams and mobile suits, but yet it's stronger than everything. I don't. I still don't understand how that works. There's no pilot yeah. who can handle it. Was the thing. I it's think. got such advanced technology that I guess they dumbed it down yeah, for mass production. Uh, yeah, I guess so. Okay. So, so I yeah. think that's their logic behind it. I'm not saying it's sound logic, but that's their logic. Yeah. And what was the line? Who says this line? I wrote it down. I forget who says it. Uh, excuse me. I have a terrorist investigation on my hands. Uh, oh, Lady Un. Yeah. We cut okay. to uh, the rebel base. Uh, Dorlin's dead, and Lady Yeah, Un's... I love how they nonchalantly just like have his dead body already out there as she wakes up, and, and they're they covering it. Cover it. You should see it one more time. And we get the classic doctor shaking his head. No, he's pretty dead. I'm sure. <laughs> he's I'm not a just a little dead. I'm it's a like doctor. A most and unsensitive sure way to wake up ever. Oh, you're up. Good. Here's your dad, and he's gone. <laughs> and he's gone. Watch and me Lady... take him away from you again. And Lady On is uh, doing an interview on TV. He's like, "Oh yeah, this was terrorists. We're gonna, we're gonna get. We're to gonna find those this. terrorists." And the rebels are pissed. Like, oh, oh, they're gonna blame it on us. They're gonna think we're terrorists. Like, that's not what a terrorist is. You don't understand politics, Lady. What are you no. trying to do with that gun? Do not start wearing a cravat and get involved in Oz later, really. No, please don't. 
Uh, also, I can't. I, I don't understand why Relina just doesn't come out to the press. It's not like they're not looking for her. That's what I, I wrote that too. And I'm just like, hey, it was Lady Un. She threw the fucking grenade compact. Well, she will. <laughs> well, well, she grabs a gun from one of the guys, and she's like, oh, I'm gonna go kill Oz myself. And they're like, Don't. You'll get killed. But Relina likes being killed. Apparently, she likes she, being hunted. She she wants she wants Hero to kill her. She wants Oz to kill her as she's trying to kill them. She's stupid. Uh, yeah, she's a she's someone you'd meet on Craigslist. <laughs> well said. It's the reverse I, of that. Her profile picture is definitely something from the ending song. <laughs> it's her oh, it's her death stare into the camera when she's like holding her hat to her chest. That's uh, the one. That and dramatic then, turn. And we get introduced here to Doctor Claw from uh, Inspector Gadget. I work Grandpa. Doctor J. Doctor J. Julius Irving. It, it is for the peace of the colonies that we train a small child to be an assassin. Wait, wait, wait. We're not up to that yet because we have a Zex annoying scene where Zex's voice is dropped an octave for some reason. And he, he, just, won't, he just won't open up because he has so many secrets. You have too yeah. many secrets, Zex. You're um, so worried. You need to open up, mainly to me, knowing. <laughs> open up your pants. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> oh. And then Hero uh, destroys a bunch of random mobile suits. I don't know where that fits into things, where that happens. Dr. Um, J, they go for a little ride in the limo. And, and Dr. J's like, oh, training children. It's perfect. And the first thing that uh, he, that Valina asks him is, Dr. J, you're, not the, you're the one who sent Hero to Earth, Doctor. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I wrote down Inquisitive Relina. <laughs> she just doesn't uh, stop asking questions. And, and Dr. Sa- Dr. J says... You ask a lot of questions, Relina. Young <laughs> lag. Like, he's like crazy. He's Why like, do you oh, say that? <laughs> I only programmed Hero to kill the people who start wars. And I'm like, who are the people who start wars according to you? Who is the only person who has started a war in this show that I have seen? No, the, the exact line, Ed, was Hero is only allowed to attack the evil people who start wars. No, Isn't that you? <laughs> Which, by the way, he's drawn a gun on Relina how many times now? Uh, I think four yeah, there think, should be like a little counter of how many least, times. Oh, it, as yeah. much as they are technically the good guys in this show, it's still really messed up. It's like, no, they're the bad guys. We're the good guys. Hero attacks the bad guys. You know what? If so far, I think uh, I'm on Trey's side because, you know, the only thing he's done is look at birds and threaten to assassinate <laughs> diplomats. But still. Um, well, he did assassinate diplomats through Lady Un. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we go 20 years ago uh, through his little flat, through uh, Dr. J talking, and we find out that the colonies were not just started by scientists, but they were also started by laborers. I know that was, I know that was a big question you guys had. <laughs> not just scientists, little lady, but laborers. <laughs> was it? D- did the scientists build it? Were there a bunch of scientists in lab coats in space just building colonies? Who paid for this? No, there were laborers. The Vomafeller Foundation. Oh, yeah. honestly, I don't know. <laughs> And then after a hundred years of hard work, uh, now we could enjoy it. But then, for some reason, some asshole assassinates the guy who is like the main diplomat for the colonies. The He's the ruler of, the of all colonies. He's the yeah. ruler of all colonies. Hero, Hero Yui. Hero Yui. Hero Yui. And we find out that there, thereafter, peace did not last long. And the person, people, who, the person who assassinated him was Mister Oz. No, it was a um, Doctor Oz. Oz. I'm sorry, Doctor Oz. Well, technically, he should be Mister Oz. I don't think he has an actual. No, degree. he's uh, and if he does, he's doing a. T- he's, yeah. Anyway, well, uh, the hero we know, his code name is based off of this of diplomat this game, that was assassinated. Yeah. Don't you think twenty years is a little too soon? Yes. Like, hey, don't you have the same name as that diplomat? 
And no, no one realizes it. No one How says does Rulina not know who this guy is? He seems like a pretty influential. He's well, like the George Washington We've never of the seen colonies. them go to class in this rich boy school. So they go to, no, they've been the fencing <laughs> class. They've been to <laughs> horse riding class. Uh, not one of those is a history class. Polo. I went to the horsey class. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got my credits. I'm going to college, horsey college. <laughs> what do you mean you don't accept horsey class credits? <laughs> I want to be a doctor. So we find out that Oz's insidious plan, I'm sorry, there is technically a plot here, uh, was them trying to take over the alliance and start a war and kind of uh, stop communication between the colonies and the... Just communication. Yep. Exactly. Uh, That took me a second. Zach, I love love how how whenever Gundam gets into political science, then you start acting uh, in your voice that you're, like, super interested. (laughs) It's honestly the most interesting part of the show. Yeah, I, I love it, actually. I, I really, I'm not even faking. I, I, I kind of love this. Yeah. This is so much fun. It's ridiculous, but well, it's Well, now fun. let's get to what I enjoy about the show, giant robots fighting, because here comes Duo. This made no sense. It's it was Duo. Just, it was such a non sequitur. But it was yeah, just... well, it's just like, hey, I guess we're going to fight, Hero. <laughs> so, that's what, dude, he starts all his sentences like that. He's like, eh. Like an old man. No, like freaking Bugs Bunny. Or I, I think though, Duo is just gonna start a fight here just because he's still pissed at Hero. He's just like, yeah, you're he's a dick. All right, put him up. So Hero <laughs> points his gun at him, but uh, but then he shoots one of the uh, enemy mobile suits behind him. He's like, We're even now. And then he laughs maniacally. <laughs> <laughs> and then Duo's like, you're. A, and then Duo's like, you're a dick. I'd keep doing. I, I always like the Hero. I, I always imagine Hero laughing like Mandark. Yes. Yes. That's pretty much it, yeah. yeah. Um, and then we go back to Dr. J in the really, really weirdly designed limo they're in um, and drops her off. And she said, this is the weirdest line from Dr. J. You had the same look in your eyes as Hero. He's actually a kind-hearted young boy, but he's very dedicated to his mission. So stay away from him if you value your life. And what I wrote in parentheses is he's a kind-hearted young boy. Valina knows that, and she wants that. Uh, and if you value your life, she doesn't. She doesn't value her life at all. Stop giving Relina ammunition. No, he's very kind. Just pry at him. <laughs> he's really sweet. He'll take you on nice dates. Get to that. I don't. I don't. I don't it's it's her. not until the next episode that Relina completely turns into Tina Belcher. Relina, uh, Relina headed back to the Earth at the very end in, in the in the plane shuttle. I don't, what the hell you call it? It's and she plane just, shuttle. And she has a single tear rolling well, down. Two tears. But I was thinking the whole time, like, you know, she isn't yet to cry. And I'm thinking, she does cry at the end of this episode. I'm like, okay, she cried. She's like, oh, yeah, I forgot my dad died today. Well, I mean, to be fair, she's gone through a lot of shit and yeah, had a whole that. bunch of info dumped on her. Mm-hmm. Like, info oh, dump. he's not even my dad. We should have called the Dr. J, Dr. Exposition, because yeah. that's what he was. He was an info dump. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, is this, that's the end of the episode, right? Yeah, it is. That, that's that's when the credits roll and Berlina starts looking scary. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. But what's going to happen next episode? Oh, of course. The, ne- the next episode. Uh, Valina hugs her mother. Trey's goes to feed the birds. And there's a party. Hero is, transfer- <laughs> Hero is transferred. Then Hero tries to kill Valina. Then Oz tries to kill Valina and ruins the party. <laughs> All of that and more oh, next time on no. Gundam Wing. Oh, no. Episode 6, Party Night. And the prom's tomorrow! Please feel free to call me Dr. J, young lady. Believe it or not, I am a scientist. Dr. J, you're the one who sent Hero to Earth, aren't you, Doctor? 
Yes, that's right. All right, so that was episode five, Reeling a Secret. Um, hey, Alex, what did you think of the episode? Um, uh, I thought that it was pretty funny. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of, like, exposition, like, so much exposition. It's basically, like, I remember a good chunk of the episode just being Relina asking Dr. J a question and him answering it, like, for about ten minutes. So uh, It's actually, like, the really interesting parts of it for me. I think Zach yeah, yeah, would agree, I, with I, that, I agree with that. There's actually kind of political content in this episode, more so than the others. And we sort of see the background of all the issues. The issues make no sense, but, you know, there, there's history there. Uh, well, you know when they're escaping the armored truck? This is something I forgot to mention earlier. Uh, Lady Un steps in front of it and tries shooting at it. <laughs> You and she know. gets, like, a whole, like, clip in before she realizes, oh, wait. That's bulletproof. Yeah. What would she expect to happen? She stands directly in front of it and shoots it. You know, if you kill the driver, their foot is still on the pedal. It's not like right before they die, I'm like, oh, I better put it in park. Uh. <laughs> okay, uh, so ridiculous. Lots, lots of exposition. Uh, Jose, yeah. what do you think? I mean, yeah, it was a total info dump, but I, I do like the info. Like, yeah, I, I like it when Gundam tries to world build. I always feel like it makes it a little more real for, for this world. Um, we know, filled with giant robots, that there's actual stuff behind it. Somehow the giant robots are the most realistic thing in this show. <laughs> yes, they are. They absolutely are. As one exists uh, in Odaiba. But uh, my favorite, I think my favorite scene of this entire episode is just Relina getting stuck with a needle with no reaction. <laughs> just, just that is my favorite scene in that Why entire episode. Like that? <laughs> it just like, how'd she know it. they weren't killing her right there? <laughs> uh, Zach, what do you think? Um, this this episode had my I'm gonna say least favorite parts of the show, meaning the funniest parts that are most ridiculous, uh, and also my favorite things about this series, which I think we've talked about a decent amount. I just want to say, and I think we forgot to mention this, is when after, right the fuck after her dad gets covered, it's like, oh, your dad's dead. The only thing she's caring about is Hero for some reason. She's talking about him, and that's when Doctor J is like, did you just say Hero? Let me let me uh, clomp. I'm doing the clomping of the claw together. I know you guys can't. If no one mentions hero, I won't. I won't. I will not appear. I won't come out and introduce myself. It's okay. Uh, Yeah, it's 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 like the exact same way of like trying to lure out Gandalf, uh, (laughs) or or not Gandalf. I'm sorry. Lure out eagles. Just get Gandalf and check him off of a high space. Um, but. I, I thought that was really absurd. And all she cares about is Hero through, like, her dad dying. And I thought that... Relina is just... I, I hate that character so much. No, and Dad, before you die, way, do but... you think myself and Hero, are we a good match? <laughs> dad, before you die, is Hero related to me? It's like, no, no, Relina, Oz, listen, listen, shut up and listen to me. <laughs> this, this is important. I don't give a crap about your secret boyfriends. Oz. Um, uh, this episode, I think... I think this episode was way more ridiculous than episode four, and that's really saying something since episode four was just I, absurd. No, I, I don't know if I agree with that. I can't agree with that. I'll be honest. I think episode four was much more ridiculous. I'll, I'll be the lone man out because I think the conversation with Tro and Katra, I mean, yes, they didn't have sexual intercourse is what I'm guessing would happen. Musical week. intercourse. Musical intercourse. Musical intercourse. The Valina... <laughs> It's the Relina school scene. It's Lady on being the worst villain ever, and yet somehow being competent. Uh, there's the Catra stuff, as I said. There's the Wu Fei scene is ridiculous. The 
Come on, Wu Fei yelled at hyenas in the last episode. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I don't know. I, it's close. I can't I agree with close. you because last episode we had Wu Fei and the hyenas. We had the sexual tension. We had the freaking. Oh my god! We had the. Did someone just the, do a hyena call? Um, <laughs> I'm we, hoping. We just had the sad disco too. Last episode had sad disco. Hot trays in a hot tub and septum. Okay, 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 okay. You've convinced me. You've convinced oh, me. It, but I think this is a close it, second. I think this is like. Definitely in second place for me for the most ridiculous episode. Uh, There's just because well, it also was a a good episode, which is weird to say, but it did move the plot a lot. Uh, yeah. A lot did happen here, um, and the parts I do like about the show are somehow in this episode at the same time as the parts that are campy and ridiculous and so. See how the politics of this show make no sense. Like the but that's hero, what's Yui, fun about hero it. Yui was a peaceful leader of the colonies, therefore he had to be killed by Oz. What? Well, no, Oz is well, trying Oz to manufacture weapons. Yeah. yeah, I guess. But, like, that's yo, the, he's I a piece of leader he must have killed. Yeah. Not to get too political here, Ed, but it would be kind of like saying, oh, there's a precious resource and money that we want, so why don't we, you know, ramp up uh, some sort of military conflict and so on and so forth. Yeah. Oh, unobtainium. Exactly, unobtainium. Oh, God. <laughs> or Iraq. I'm sorry. Uh, so, yeah, that's, that's I was all trying I to, to steer it the fuck away from that. <laughs> more make-believe stuff yeah i was i was gonna go with avatar unobtainium i think that was in more than just avatar wasn't it wasn't no that i think that show? was avatar right no yeah. was avatar. no no but i Mostly mean it was in avatar. other things i think as well i have no idea uh, i don't know anyway i'm done all right let's end it what a drag boring old guard duty for two whole hours <laughs> Something to matter? No problems here. Well, that's going to wrap this week's episode. Uh, I'd like to thank my my boys for coming on. Zach? Uh, thank you, Steve. Uh, you can find me at uh, twitter.com slash Zach underscore Logan, Z-A-C-H underscore Logan. Uh, and the One Piece Podcast at onepiecepodcast.com. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Ed? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, Edward E. Fastizio. Don't expect me to tweet about anything fun. And uh, listen to me on the One Piece podcast every week. Jose? Uh, you can follow me at Jose underscore CNN. I occasionally also appear on the One Piece podcast, but not lately. And Dude? Uh, you can find me at Tumblr and Twitter, at Dude exclamation, all in word. And um, on the One Piece podcast also. And my name's Steve. You can also find me on the One Piece podcast. What? <laughs> but as well as on Twitter at Steve Yurko and Tumblr, steveyurko.tumblr.com. But that's going to be it. Thank you for listening. And goodbye, friend listener. stop you, but at least tell me what your name is before you go. My name is Katra Rababa Winner. I have no name, but if you must call me something, it's Troa. Call me Troa Barton. Goodbye, friend Troa. We'll meet again. Katra. Should we be letting him go like this? He knows the location of this base, after all. I wouldn't worry. He's not the type to go around telling anyone. 
But what if he attacks? I almost wish he would. Then at least I'd be able to see him again.